0: Good Avatar. evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Welcome to our podcast called "Called It Podcast." Say that fast three times. <laughs> Today we'll be doing Avatar: The Last. No, I'm just kidding. Dragon Prince. <laughs> it might as well be Avatar: The Last I don't though. Two Avatar two. Stronger, too. less FPS and animation. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Prince. Yeah. 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 Are oh, you just looking at me yeah. blankly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so yeah we're doing uh, dragon prince today man
1: what are your first thoughts on it
0: great show yeah great show it kind of fo- follows like the formula for avatar a, a little, little too bit, closely a little too much. yeah because yeah. like there's a lot of things that are, are very consistent between the two shows i'm half expecting a zuko character if not already with claudia to be in the show at some point to be an angry an angry boy <laughs> angst boy
1: <laughs> claudia does seem well she here's the thing we don't really know what to think about claudia yet because she's kind of on the path of being a bad person
0: so i i'm pretty aware i think for the most part that the creators know there's gonna be a lot of expectation for characters yeah i don't think they're gonna follow the same path with zuko like oh, the whole as in thing. He
1: was like bad, and then he turned. Yeah, I think to it's the... gonna be
0: like a little bit of a red herring, because like I think the fundamental thing we have to argue about at some point this podcast is whether or not dark magic in itself is evil, because there's the seventh sources. But if anything, we learned from Avatar: the Last Airbender, like fire wasn't inherently evil.
1: Yeah, but I think in this case, I, I don't think there's any room for doubt here because. For one, dark magic in itself is basically what started the war. Mm-hmm. And it essentially takes the um, the primal source of magic in living creatures pretty, like, forcefully.
0: It does. I and, think... it,
1: and it does involve sometimes killing those primal sources.
0: Yes, but at the same time, consuming over resources is not inherently evil. I think a lot of the point of the show is that you hunt a deer are you evil if you take a magical power from something are you evil Mm. even when like the rest of the things that other sources can do can can still kill people like moon elf specialty like one of their specialty is assassination
1: but even then it's like killing a deer for sustenance isn't the same as like using the life source of another animal for magic for whatever your personal gain is it's not
0: the life source it's the magic source there's a difference there's an inherent difference
1: i i don't think that is always the case
0: it's not always the case but the way to describe it is you're taking the magical force of some of a living thing to do something right yeah it's not inherently the life force of something
1: I thought that they already shown an example in which Claudia had to like kill a creature in order to get magic out of it. I don't remember the spell that she did, but I thought she did have to like kill something in order to use magic.
0: That's true, but look at Sunfire. Else, they make Sunforge blades. Which part of that is good?
1: But they're not using dark magic.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, there it's only like one degree difference, but one is evil, and one isn't. You get what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: because okay, this this is how it's similar to Avatar. It's like with bloodbending. Mhm. Like people thought that was really bad because you're forcing people to do things against their will. And I think that's the same thing with dark magic. You're forcing other le- living creatures to I don't know, to do something against their will to do something for you, let's, essentially. Let's
0: use blood, ma- blood blending. Okay. Didn't she use that exact tool to say, uh, Ang? It was another tool that she used. Uh, what's her name? Sakara.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that in itself is a theory. That in itself is a theory. I could easily say that, like, right now, dark magic is like a huge stigma and Callum is you know, learning to use magic. And there may be a situation that comes up where he'll have to use dark magic mm-hmm. uh, for a good purpose.
0: Right. It's kind of the whole trope with the end justifies the mean sort of thing. Yeah. I just wanted to point out that, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender had a, a good character use a uh, pretty frowned upon bending in order to get what she wanted that was still for good intentions, you know? I want to know if dark magic is the same way. We don't know too much about dark magic because those who do it are tend to be evil, from our perspective at least, yeah. the main antagonist. So I don't know. I, I don't believe that those characters are going to follow the same Zuko route at the very end, uh, in the very fundamental part of this uh, conversation. I think they're going to have their own roads that are forged sort of thing. I mean, yeah. for all we know, that like quote-unquote light magic, the stars... Yeah, could be just another form of dark magic. There's a lot of like visual, I guess, metaphors with this whole show. Okay. And what's between the stars? They complement each other, you know. Yeah. Just like how air and fire complement each other. Sorry, water and uh, uh, fire complement each other.
1: They don't complement each other. They they go directly against each other.
0: Right, but there's there's a there's beauty with both those bending used together. Yeah. You know and. The fact that they meant specifically the stars leads me to believe that maybe something to do with that might be something to do with dark magic too because for something that's supposed to be everything's like balanced there are seven primal sources
1: Mm, i don't think balance is supposed to be the key thing here in in dragon prince Mm -hmm. Uh, i think balance was definitely a, a thing in avatar i don't think dragon prince is trying to necessarily go for a balance of the elements because I think it's weird. Like, why did you single out just stars? Why not moon or wind? Why specifically stars, in Because your it's kind
0: of like a celestial f- theme to uh, the stars. Okay. We haven't seen any stars magic, to be fair. But f- based on the trailer that we saw, it has to do a lot with, like, constellations. Because they have, like, all these crazy designs of stars. It wouldn't surprise me. Because constellations only exist because of the darkness between the stars. Okay. Without them, there wouldn't be constellations. There wouldn't be stars, because how would you see them? I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you the good theory? Craft I mean,
1: agent? well, <laughs> because you you've got other celestial things like the moon, and then you've got the sun, which yeah. I believe was another element on there.
0: That's what I'm trying to say, though. Like, the sun and the moon are opposite to each other. Yeah. You have the ocean, the earth. You have fire. No, wind.
1: I'm pretty sure it's just the sun.
0: Oh, yeah, I tried. Right. Fire is the sun in this one. But either way, I think the most complimentary one would be stars and uh, dark magic, which doesn't have a name, by the way. It's just called dark magic.
1: Well, you said so yourself. There's seven primal elements, so that still leaves one odd one out.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true.
1: So, yeah, I think you're stretching it just a little bit there.
0: Just the fact that they were talking about making a villain that's not per se, black and white, leads me to believe I can't see dark magic being exactly evil. Especially when we see season two, Callum's using it. There's, Wait, what do you mean? In season two, you see him using dark magic. He has green crap coming out of his eyes. <laughs> and he's shooting some kind of beam at that giant volcano titan. And it also seems like that Claudia Wait. is teaching him dark magic. Because she's obviously explaining to him.
1: Actually, I think I do sort of remember that. Mm-hmm. So... You think he did use dark magic. Oh,
0: he is almost definitely going to use dark magic. If you, I would love, if you want to bet on that.
1: Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually just briefly mentioned that I do think he's going to use it at some point. Mm-hmm. Because obviously he has a thing for Claudia. And so Claudia is going to likely tell him like, hey, this isn't bad. Like you can do some cool stuff with this. And he's probably going to fall for it and try it because he's so eager to learn magic because he's never done it before.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I imagine elves are going to be like, no, nah, this is evil. I just don't think that the car- the creators spend so much time in the interviews talking about how they want to make gray villains, quote-unquote, like people who don't believe themselves to be villains, and how there's like not a quote-unquote main antagonist. It just... I feel like maybe dark magic isn't going to be inherently evil by the end of it.
1: Mm, I do see where they're going with the whole gray vil- villains thing, because you have Claudia, who... she's technically on the supposed to be on the good side but like
0: Mm -hmm. you
1: just don't know with her she's pretty mysterious right now as far as her intentions
0: Mm -hmm. and then
1: you have her brother soren who clearly it looks like he doesn't really want to be a bad guy at all
0: they're both goofballs yeah
1: really the only person who uh, seems to be inherently bad is veering but even then he justifies his actions in his mind. Yeah, you know he tries to justify it, and make it seem like he's doing it for the good of the people.
0: Yeah, there's there there's a lot of theories out there. What, I don't know which one to start with. Honestly, like the show is fantastic, and obviously it's already picking up a lot of steam online. Like people love this show. We love it too. Yeah, even even if it's a little predictable. just just a tiny bit predictable if
1: you haven't noticed by now i think like tico's main the the main way that he judges shows is mostly by predictability Mm -hmm. not like not even so much like animation style not even so much like well i was gonna say plot but predictability does have to do with the plot but I I think it's more so like if Tico can predict every single event that's about to happen, then it's not a good
0: show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I still think this is a good show, though. I, I think that heavily influences whether or not I think a show is good. I'll give you that. But if the style of it and, you know, the mysterious aspect of it is good enough, that's my mainstay for most shows. If a show is not mysterious and it's really, really easy to predict it, <coughs> <Sarah>. <coughs> 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 to the powers of precision! <coughs> <laughs> then I like less of the show because of it. Because it, it needs to be mysterious. And that's what I like about this show. There's a lot of mysterious things that are not quite revealed yet. For example, we don't know who the first Dark Mage was. Remember, they talked about the first human Dark Mage in the intro. That's true, know. yeah. We don't know what quote-unquote the dragon prince actually refers to most the story is kind of implying that it's the dragon the literal dragon egg right but there are a lot of theories out there and i'm inclined to believe them actually for once uh-huh, i know believing other people's theories <laughs> that actually the dragon Princess may be ezron or uh kellum because one thing we don't know for example is why is Callum so adept to making magic or doing magic
1: that's true. He's
0: never had training and they specifically said that it takes like years to learn it. He did it in like 3 seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean it, and what's also really interesting is that like he and they they say this over and over again by the way, he is the step prince.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that's another thing.
1: But I've thought about that and there's something that really confuses me about him being the step prince because it's almost implied that Ezra and Callum have the same mother?
0: Yeah, I think it is. We can safely assume that because the mother's dead. And Callum doesn't see his dad as his biological father. But Ezra does. Yes. Because remember, uh, what's but, his name? Uh, Sorin made a made a joke about Callum about being the stepbrother.
1: But that doesn't make sense. If you're a stepbrother, then you wouldn't share... ...a mother with someone else, then you would be a half-brother, not a step-brother.
0: That's a very good point. A
1: step-brother implies that you have earned this brother through a marriage.
0: That's... Where would he come from?
1: And that's the thing. Where do you come from? (laughs) They they don't really talk about his dad at all. And...
0: Or his parents. But then... It's
1: implied that they share the same mom, because he even calls her mom. Yeah. But that can't be right if he's a stepbrother. He, it would be implied that he'd have a different mom and as they, well. They
0: specifically mentioned stepbrother. So that's... Yeah, mm. and he doesn't
1: call her his stepmom at all. He calls her mom. So, I mean, it could be semantics. It could be that he was so close with his stepmother that he called her mom. Mm-hmm.
0: And that, I, that, I, th- I think that's unlikely, though. Mm, I, I, I think you're
1: right. I mean, it's not, like, completely out of the ordinary. I do that with my stepsister, but... Mm-hmm. You're right. It That is a little weird. And I had that thought in the back of my mind the whole time I was watching it. I was like, they keep calling him stepbrother, but yet he keeps calling her mom.
0: Yeah, he, they made a very, very direct point about that.
1: Yeah, so something weird is going on there with his parents. And I think I hadn't thought about the whole, like, the first Dark Mage. Well,
0: we didn't really see Ezron call him stepbrother, you know? It's mostly in reference to the it's- father and Callum. Which if, would make sense. From from the king's side, it makes sense that he is a stepson because he's not biologically related to him.
1: Everyone just keeps calling him the step prince.
0: Right. If we're going by, like, fetal, <laughs> fetal rules, yeah. then it will be the direct line of the king, not the step prince, which is the reason why, why they would say that comment because they're kind of implying that it's Ezron taking the throne, not Callum.
1: Well, yeah, I think that was already implied because... Mm rayla was supposed to kill Ezrin. Mm-hmm. she was supposed to kill the heir.
0: That's so true.
1: that that's already been made very very clear
0: but regardless there are a lot of mysterious things about the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh that's one of them callum able to do magic ezron able to speak to animals so if there's one criticism about the show and as much as i love the show
1: mm-hmm. it's just
0: that came out like out of nowhere halfway through the season where he's yeah. like, yeah, don't you remember when I talked to like, animals when I was a kid? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're like six episodes in Ezron. You, you care to mention that at some point?
1: That's true. I mean, you'd think that 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 they would have talked about that from the very first episode with like with bait. Like the, he talks with bait all the time. Yeah,
0: they only hint it with bait, but that just seemed like I I always thought this because you know it's bait is his pet. You know. Yeah,
1: like we talk to our dog all the time. Like literally, <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm pretty sure he understands most of what we say. <laughs>
1: well, we can't understand what he's saying. Yeah, well, we,
0: we can. <laughs> we can. That may be not just specific, we know him. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting that came out of nowhere. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what the case is, is that Ezran or Callum are both the dragon princess. Or, or the princess. They're both bred dragon princesses. Mm. Oh, one of them, honestly. Because, like, there are a lot of hints to that. I mean, Callum able to do magic pretty easily, too. Not just any magic. Have you noticed that it's wind magic? I don't know how magic, quote unquote, works in this world. Because you can see that, like, Avatar had, like, specific rules. Okay, everyone could do this bending or this bending. And then Avatar can do all of the bending, which makes them a hero in in that rule set, so to speak. In this one, it seems like anyone can do any magic, but it's implied, I guess, certain people are specifically better at others with it. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't really explain the rules. Like, for example, Night Elves or Night Elves, Moon Elves can turn invisible and can do things only Moon Elves can do. Dark magic is something humans can do, but no one else can. So, how is it, how does that work with wind magic? How is it that something Claudia have that she can do to use wind magic, and suddenly Callum can do the same thing?
1: Well, it's because he had the same thing. He had the orb, right? I assume you can use wind magic as long as you have the orb.
0: Right, but they were implying that that sort of magic takes years of practice. Yeah. And it's something that Callum picked up almost immediately. So, what is the role of Kellum. Why would Kellum be so good at that?
1: I couldn't tell you, but you did kind of start that train of thought with them being like the dragon princes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if... It's only a first season, so I really don't know for sure, but I don't think any of them are the dragon princes. Maybe not even the dragon that was in that egg. I don't know how long dragons live. That I don't think they have gone too far into that, but... I could have sworn they said that, uh, like, the first time dark magic was used, and then, like, the... It cut
0: down thunder.
1: I know that, yes. Mm -hmm. This happened about, like, a century ago, did not?
0: No, it said in the beginning, last Eve's winter. Are you sure? I absolutely, I will bet on that, actually.
1: Let's look this up.
0: Okay, okay, we're going to be right back, hold on.
1: So I was wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So apparently it was like a thousand years ago oh, that
0: I'm sorry. I you know it's so hard of hearing when I'm right all the time. Well, you're wrong again. I need to need to rub that in a little bit.
1: So it was a thousand years ago that the dark <laughs> mage
0: These uh, discovered dark magic. a
1: human. Yeah, discovered dark magic. But it's magic. been
0: six months.
1: Well, hold on a second. You were right. You said, like, on the eve of last winter's turn was when the whole thing happened with Thunder the Dragon being killed and supposedly the egg being killed. And the reason why we think it's six months ago is because we know that this season takes place, like, in the summer. Because they went to the Winter Lodge they did in mention, the summer.
0: They did mention summer, yeah. Yes. So, I, I, so
1: we can only assume that this was about six months ago. More I just or less. want to mention
0: a slight note. The theory about the Dragon Princess not being the dragon might be the other two, is someone from Mike Shogun Lee, Mike underscore Shogun underscore Lee on Reddit.
1: Wow, you almost plagiarized.
0: Shout out to him. I didn't plagiarize. I said I found this online. And I am crediting you, Mike. You will not be uncredited on this episode. So you're welcome. Um, So, go on.
1: So, okay. So the the dragon maybe might be the dragon prince, but I don't know. I think, like, maybe it's too easy or I don't know.
0: That's, that's what it seems to me. Or it could be all three of them, honestly. Yeah. It could be all three of them because we don't really know. There's a lot of mystery in the show, obviously. There's going to be at least probably, well, if the creator has his way, six seasons. So it's hard to tell. It actually really is hard to tell. But it they seem to be building somewhat of a entourage yeah. with all the people that are coming. It, it's obviously that the wolf and the girl keeps going with them. Because she's in season two trailer, so.
1: Or maybe at the very least, she sticks around for maybe, like, another episode or two. That's true. There's that.
0: She could be one of those characters that come back later. Kind of like the uh, entourage that, um, what's-her-face e- from Avatar.
1: Uh, yeah, I have no doubt she's going to show up later, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to stick for the whole journey, though.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Still, for sure, Rayla, Ezron, and Callum and the dragon are going to stick together. That's four. Yeah. What? do we see the next couple of seasons because obviously it depends on how popular the show gets whether they do six seasons or they do eight or they do four for all we know
1: from what we know about avatar the last airbender and this show it's already separated into like books and chapters
0: they do love their books
1: and chapters so avatar had books for every element except for air Right, presumably because Aang already knew air. And yeah, so he he's... needs to learn
0: the rest of them.
1: exactly. But in this case, Callum, if we're going to go by the same formula, by the way, <laughs> Callum needs to learn every single element.
0: There were also less episodes in this season than the original season of Avatar. Yes. So for all we know, we'll know actually we'll know in about a week. Yeah. <laughs> if the next season starts, so to speak, and it still says book one, we're in for a long haul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because then it's like two seasons per book.
1: That's true. Did they do that with the Avatar?
0: No. It was three seasons, three books, and okay. I think there were 14 episodes. Correct me if I'm wrong. All the Avatar Airbender fans are probably going to kill me later on. <laughs> oh, um, I'll add you to my enemy list of things I got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've
1: pissed off every fan base since we started this podcast. Like me. <laughs> so, let's say it is a book, an element. Okay. This first book, we've, we've already seen Callum use wind, and he's kind of mastered it to a point.
0: Hmm. He mastered two spells, the lightning spell and the wind spell, but it's implied that there is more than one spell, first thing. And the second thing is, in Avatar, they specifically mentioned what the element is when introducing the next chapter. So an episode would be like book one of water, chapter yeah. whatever. In this one, they don't say anything. They just say, book one.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, don't forget, wind and lightning would fall under sky. And I think that's the more formal name of the element in this show. It's called sky. Mm-hmm. So, this would just be like the book of sky or whatever. And maybe in the next book, he'll learn one of the other ones. I have a
0: question for you. Okay. Do you think is any connection between him doing lightning as a spell and a dragon named Thunder? I mean cuz they specifically I mean they gave the name to the dragon called Thunder.
1: Yeah, I I mean we really won't know until we learn more. Just, just commit say yes or no. No, well, here's the thing, the reasoning behind the name was that he had a voice like thunder. Which,
0: which sounds like a really bad line from a, a, a new American band. Yeah.
1: Apparently it just had Like this,
0: thunder. His name was thunder.
1: <laughs> a big booming voice. So that was their reasoning behind the name. It'd be really the, funny if shows up. Hey
0: guys. <laughs> it's booming. Oh my God. Listen to it.
1: However, it would be cool if like some, as some part of a finale did have something where like Callum used it big bolts of lightning and then you got lightning and thunder you know literally personified so maybe maybe you're right but
0: another question for you okay if callum goes ahead and learns every single element of spells also there's kind of a glaring so in the poster i'll show you later okay uh has claudia looking one way and callum looking the other way and you see Claudia with, like, dark magic, obviously. But you see Kellum with another orb. So either that's just a promotional art, or he gets another orb. So my second question to you is whether or not you think that's... That, that's a big reason why a lot of people are saying that he's a Dragon Prince. Of all the people, he is the Dragon Prince. For the exact reason that he can learn every single element, including dark magic. Kind of like Avatar, the last airbender.
1: But that doesn't make sense. Like, wh- when did they ever say that that dragons know every single element.
0: They don't, but we also don't know what dragons do in general because there's not a lot of information.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can only assume that humans can learn every element because, I don't know, this is just a wild guess, but it seems like humans don't really have the primal magic Mm -hmm. that that other beings have like elves and dragons and such i think that they just are kind of like neutral but they have the ability to learn to do those things like they have the ability to capture those elements and orbs and then harness that energy as opposed to having that naturally
0: okay so here's a question for you then that storm orb what if that's what dark magic can also do it could take an entire storm and put it in an orb. Is that evil? And the reason why I ask is okay. Does a primal source as like the way elves use primal sources okay. seems to be they're imbuing things as magical properties. While the magic orb seems like it captured a storm, which is something dark magic kinda does. It takes away magic from some something. It never it never implied that it's always human or not human living or sentient.
1: That's true. I mean, that in itself isn't evil because.
0: Who wants a storm, am I right? No,
1: because a storm <laughs> is not a living thing.
0: Exactly. Just a, just food for thought because maybe that's the angle they're going to go with eventually. That, you know, what if it's. Yeah, you could squeeze the magic out of someone's body, uh, Claudia style. Or you could take things that are in nature and kind
1: of. That's not a bad Pokeball idea. Pokeball
0: capture them. <laughs> you know
1: uh yeah i guess you're not wrong because we have sky which is the the lightning and then Mm -hmm. you have sun you can literally capture sunlight moonlight starlight
0: it's kind of like water bending
1: earthquakes you know because water
0: bending itself isn't evil and you can manipulate the environment sort of thing. Yeah. But blood, ed- blood bending is specifically, we know specifically that blood bending is a kind of like a subcategory of water yeah. bending. What if that's what it is? Dark magic has the ability to displace things.
1: I think it just, it focuses more on lack of consent. I think is the biggest thing here, mm-hmm. as it was with Avatar. Yeah, like I was it's, say. it's just lack of consent. So people still use magic, like just regular magic, and I think that's fine. It's only dark magic when you use a living thing without its consent mm-hmm. for the sake of magic. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing here.
0: Yeah, is it still evil for dark magic if someone does give it a consent? See, that's, that's where they... <laughs> these, these are- I made a
1: really big face right now, but... <laughs>
0: That's that's that that's like I think the idea that uh, these guys are going with with this particular story because they put so much emphasis on what dark magic is and season two trailer looks like we're going more into that but it just seems weird that like okay humans are evil because they could do dark magic
1: I just like kind of came up with something just now
0: well let's, let's let's lay it on the table
1: what if there's going <laughs> what if there's going to be a situation in which Callum needs to use dark magic, but another character, like, sacrifices themselves for the sake of, like, that dark magic spell, mm-hmm. which would, like, save them from something.
0: hmm You know what I mean? It could be possible. It could very well be possible.
1: I, that's not gonna be my main bet, but that's, I think that's really likely to happen, actually. Right. I think someone will sacrifice themselves for a a dark spell. Mm-hmm. In order to save the world,
0: they're, they're, damn, that's
1: a good one. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, uh, I like it. I that's I, an easy one, but that's, that's just it's, me. That's is a little it an bit, easy one? It is an easy one. Okay, I, because if they're
0: like, I like it, kind of like blood bending. That was same kind of idea when she used her blood bending. It was for good intentions, yeah. using dark magic for good intentions. Here's here's another thing I want to point did out. Did
1: someone die though? <laughs>
0: Fair point. <laughs> oh, come on. It's a Nickelodeon show.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I want to mention two things, too. We know for a fact that the humans were kicked out of their lands. So it's not like the elves were exactly pure, so to speak. They, there's a lot of emphasis that, like, mistakes were made on both sides of the war. I'm going to throw this out, okay? Not only did the humans get kicked out because of uh, elves, I think there is a traitor in within the elf community That allowed the whole slaying of thunder and stealing of the dragon prince.
1: What makes you say that?
0: Because it would make no sense that the humans would be inherently evil. They've been setting up this entire season showing that, like, yeah, humans are evil because they did this. And the king was regretful. But imagine, can you imagine that king actually being kind of evil? The the main king who, quote-unquote, died. By the way, secondary theory, he's in the bird digressing.
1: No, well... First, so that's an easy... I think everyone knows he's, like, inside the bird.
0: Right, right, right. I that's know, but I, I
1: just wanted to throw it out
0: there. <laughs> but can you imagine him doing... Like, he talks about high prices for what he did, right? I can't imagine a situation where he did that by himself. I can totally see a traitor on the other side of the elf. I, I can see an antagonist playing both sides.
1: I guess. I feel like... Maybe, maybe this helps your theory. The The show has made it a point to show that elves are very loyal. Mm-hmm. Like, they make promises they have to keep because they literally bind themselves to do it. Mm-hmm. And even, I think his name was Runan, the, the, yeah. the one that was captured. Leader of the... Yeah. yeah, the leader elf, the one that was captured. He refused to say anything. Like, no matter how tortured he was, he didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. So, it, it really goes to show how highly they regard, like, loyalty.
0: And
1: for there to be a traitor elf does seem weird, but maybe that's the point.
0: Another thing. Yeah. How did uh, the main antagonist, I forget his name again, um... Uh... Dark. Ezrin? Yeah. No. Callum? No, not the main antagonist, antagonist.
1: Oh, sorry. Viren.
0: Viren. How did he have access to elf food and elf provisions? What Secondary. Because remember, he brought the moonberry juice for him. I know you're not used to I know this is something you drink sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know? Remember that whole torture scene? Yeah. He brings it out. And another thing is, how would he have access to so many elves? It's obviously he threw a bunch of coins at him. To show him that he has captured multiple people. Because afterwards we see him turning to a coin runen. You yeah. Know? So he had to have access, close access to elves pretty regularly. In order for that to be true.
1: What makes you think moonberry juice is so hard to find though? Because
0: he said it came from an exotic land. It took me a little bit to import this. Oh, okay. So that, that kind of leads me to believe that maybe someone else is playing the other side. Hmm. We don't know if all dragons, additionally... We don't know if all dragons are inherently good. We just know that there might there are, are dragons, but who's to say all of them are quote-unquote good people? Okay. Food uh, for thought?
1: No, that is very yummy, food for thought. Objection! <laughs> no, I actually don't object to that. If anything, that might be part of my main theory for this show.
0: As mine. One more thing I want to say to close this thought out. In the original Avatar to Air Last Bender. You know, the the, Air Air Last (laughs) (laughs) Bender. The last air. The Bend Last Air. Bend Last Air. Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) They put an emphasis a lot on Zuko. Kind of, not misleading, but they did put like hints that he's the villain, quote unquote, for this entire show. We know now that he's not a villain. He's, uh, I forget the term is, but they're not quite antagonist. Um, anti-hero? No. It, okay, anti-hero might be it. But there's a different word for it. I'll, I'll remember it later at 3 a.m. at a cold, wet, su- sweat, awake. Now I know the word. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that the, the dad was clearly the antagonist. Okay. But he didn't really have much of an impact until like the later seasons of Avatar. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we all know what he did, but really he didn't show up as much as Zuko did. So maybe that's something that might happen with this show, is that the antagonist really won't show up until later in the seasons because why else like yes i get the human versus elves and you know human versus the magical beings whatever of exidio but i feel like they're who would benefit from this you know no one wants this no why why did a human suddenly turn to dark magic to kill thunder they knew it for a thousand years but then suddenly turned around and just did it that seems really weird a thousand years pass by and then suddenly one human's like, you see that dragon? I'm going to kill him. I'm going to steal his kid. That to me implies that there's someone on the other side.
1: That's true. They never really did explain that, huh? Oh.
0: And since the king is dead, remember Ozymandias, I think his name is. What? Uh, Ozymandias. I forget the name of the princeling or the dragon himself.
1: Who are you talking
0: about? Sorry. So the name of the princeling, the, the young dragon prince, is O-Z-Y Mandias, M-A-D-I-S. All right, I just looked it up. He already knew his own name, the dragon princeling, because that's what his mother whispered to him all the time when he was an egg. And I guess that's what he told Ezran, because Ezran could talk to animals. Yes. Again, Ezron with the talking to animals thing.
1: And I do remember that now. Yeah, this was like toward the the what? The last episode?
0: Right. Point is, what I'm trying to say is that if you were trying to get rid of the leadership, if you wanted to take power, you have to knock down the big boy himself. Thunder. And make sure his son never grows up.
1: Which is, it directly mirrors what Rayla was supposed to do. Mm Mm-hmm the king was supposed to die and ezra was supposed to die
0: exactly but okay. she choose not to so that tells me one i think oh should we just go into theories
1: <laughs> why is this is this leading up yes, to yes this is
0: my main theory
1: okay so we'll leave you with that cliffhanger for literally like 50 seconds
0: for us it'd be like three seconds i'm just gonna hit unrecord and record again <laughs> take that editing <laughs> we'll see you guys in a bit <laughs>
1: This episode's featured song is "Stockholm" by Avaris, and you can listen to this song on OCRemix.com. If you want to check on more updates for The Dragon Prince, follow them at The Dragon Prince on Twitter, and you could also follow us at Called it Podcast.
0: Hey, we don't really do advertising too often, but I just want to give you a little bit of a shout out to my little sister's book. Uh, Melissa Ojeda. She just released Beyond the Abyss. You can find it on Amazon. So, this is your shout out, Melissa. I finally did it. Oh, sorry. It's ocremix.org. Org. Not com. Org. Sorry about that. See? Three seconds for us. Literally, I just turned it back on. For you, it was a it was a lifetime. You had to listen to music, probably from OC Remix. And then you had to hear my voice <laughs> and my references and Twitter. Take that, Twitter. <laughs> so, can I Theories. go into my theory time? Yes. <laughs> All right. I think this is a risky slash safe bet because it's very easily fulfilled. But it's also very specific. Okay. I think... Whoever betrayed the elf kingdom was an elf, probably from either the stars or the sunfire. Someone who would not be... It couldn't be the moon, because moon's a little bit too close to assassination, okay? Mm-hmm. It's going to be someone from those two tribes that worked with the first human mage to cause strife and war to kill thunder, take away the princeling, in order to seize power themselves. Okay. I also think they put dark magic in a bad light and fed evil dark magic, so to speak, to the other side, a.k.a. Viren. And whoever Viren got it from is working for them directly. So he doesn't see it as dark magic in his eyes, because as far as he's concerned, he took it from an elf. From his perspective, he's going to rule with somebody else or become their uh, subservient, whatever it is. That's why he doesn't see it as evil, per se, because he didn't just... Oh, I found the most evil spell of all time. No, he got it from an elf. Okay. That's my bet.
1: That is really specific.
0: Oh, but it sounds so true, doesn't it? <laughs> like I can see to the future, into the minds of the creators.
1: All right. Okay. What do you think? Uh, that's is very, it a stretch? I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Or is but it, is it like- I mean, it's. I'm not going to make you change your bet because then that means I'm more likely to win.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't be so hasty.
1: (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for my bet? Hit me with your best shot.
0: Copyright strike.
1: I do want to preface (laughs) by saying that I came in with a certain bet and then something you said has made me kind of change that a little bit now.
0: Okay. So I'm
1: going to start with what I was originally going to bet with, but I'll let you know what I'm going to change. So before I get into that, I want to mention something that popped up in the end credits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you see like a few like illustrations of things that have already happened and things that haven't already happened.
0: Crap, I forgot to mention that.
1: Yes. So <laughs> can, we,
0: can we talk about that? Why? Just to mention what was in the end uh, credits.
1: I mean, I'm about to do that oh, right okay. now. <laughs> go
0: for it. Go for okay. it. Okay. Hit me with your theory.
1: So one of those illustrations was of the mirror mm-hmm. and you can see a handprint behind that mirror.
0: Crap, I know what you're theory about.
1: Yes. (sighs) So, and you can tell that the handprint is a elf handprint. Mm -hmm. Now, remember that. Also remember that Rayla said that her parents ran away from, the. I guess, like the humans were attacking the elves, and instead of fighting back, they were cowards and they ran away, and she's never seen them again. Mm. And... She can only assume that they ran away because their bodies were never found. Crap. And she's never seen them again. I know
0: what you're about to say.
1: Shush. (laughs) So that's why she thinks they ran away, because no bodies were ever found. So this was what my original theory was. My original theory was that her parents are either behind the mirror Mm -hmm. or they may be one or two of the coins that Viren has. Okay. But as I think about that, I'm like, why? Like, they must have been some kind of a huge threat, and yet still important if Viren thought to still keep them somehow. And not kill them. Exactly. And that could come up later. That's still always a possibility. But now that you mentioned that there's the possibility of a traitor, Damn it! Um, it could be them.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. As soon, yeah. as, as soon as you mentioned her parents, I was like, "That would be a good. That would be a very Zuko thing to do." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, with that said, if there if there are uh, elf traitors, it's gotta be oh Rayla's God. parents. What if,
0: she's still, what if they're still alive too?
1: Oh, I think they are. They, they the absolutely ones, are. The
0: one, oh, oh no! That might be true. <laughs> Oh, you might win this one.
1: <laughs> well, but it's really highly dependent on your theory because I think the whole like traitor elves thing might be a little a little bit of a stretch because they really haven't hinted at that at all.
0: Really. They, there's a lot of mysterious things they're yeah. setting. They're setting up a lot of the world with this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we're gonna see more details as we go into it.
1: So it's tough because honestly, I could. I think it could go. Any of the ways that I mentioned. They're either the coins, the mirror, or traitors. You
0: know what would be an interesting parallel? What? When well, we saw Sor- Saren fighting uh, Rayla in the trailer. Wait, it, who? Uh, Saren, the, one of the, the siblings. Ezrin? Sent... No, no, no. The siblings that were sent to find Ezrin and Callum. Oh, Soren. Sorin. Sorin. So, okay. You give me a look. <laughs> um, wouldn't it be an interesting parallel that the kids are fighting with each other or the parents are working with each other? Because if it's true that Viren is working with her, Rayla's parents, then it's her, uh, Let's well, sorry, him fighting with Kayla. Rayla. Rayla. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, these names are weird. <laughs> That'd be an interesting parallel. I'm just saying. And Viren has a one parent, but there's two siblings, but there's one child and two parents. Parallels. Uh. I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch. Oh, it's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> it's a little bit of a stretch. Okay. Uh. Yeah. No. That's 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 totally. I think your theory is gonna be pretty true. Steaks. What are we having tonight? My steak is gonna be medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> if I win, you are to refer to me as King of Kings for an entire week, mm. including an episode. Okay. You have to say yes, my King of Kings. <laughs> And and, and you better not be laughing, because I'm I'm the king of podcasting, in theory. (laughs) Okay. So it's got to be accurate. Okay. I'm just saying.
1: All right.
0: If we're both right, audience, listeners, you have to call us king of kings.
1: (laughs) That's not going to (laughs) happen. Ever. All 15 of them. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) That's my steak. Medium rare. That's just how I like it. What about you? Queen of Queens? No. Oh, no. She's stroking a chin. That's never a good
1: sign. I think I I got it. Okay. So, if I win. Okay. And the next episode that we record after we find out that I win. Okay. Every, like, theory that you come up with. You always have to finish that theory. Not even just the main theory, but whatever theories you kind of talk about. You always have to finish that thought by saying, but well, what do I know? I'm just a dumb dragon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, every theory from now on? No, just
1: for the next episode after we find out. No, no, I'll
0: give it to you. Next five episodes. Oh my god. No, that's so no, no, much. Be- no, because if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose hard. <laughs> I'm not a coward. I, fa- so- <laughs> I face my fears.
1: All right. So, yeah. After every thought, to be like, but what do well, I, I know? know? I'm
0: just a dumb dragon. <laughs> All right. Next week. Oh, no. Two weeks from now. Marvel. Part two. Infinity War. Part three. The Return of Ant-Man. Part two. Marvel. <laughs> no, but for real. Let's do Marvel. And, S-
1: and Spider-Man.
0: Marvel. Well, that's Marvel. Marvel, 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 Marvel. (laughs) Yes. So next week, next two weeks. I keep saying next week, like we have time to do next
1: episode. Uh,
0: We'll be doing, I think, Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider Man. Far from home. Far from home. I I was was going to say say return from home. I was going to say a long (laughs) way from home. Spider-Man, not quite home. (laughs) Spider-Man, left turn to head home. Because I think there's a lot to talk about. There are a lot of things that came out for Marvel, and I have a theory.
1: You do? I do. Okay.
0: Already. Two weeks before that I want to share, so.
1: And all of those movies are coming out this year, right? Yeah. And they're pretty much interconnected.
0: they're definitely connected
1: yeah so yeah let's cover all of those trailers
0: all right so with that i think we can leave this episode especially since i'm going to be right about dragon prince you know yeah yeah
1: that's not what you said just a few minutes ago
0: uh well yeah your theory's good but mine's better
1: but what do you know you're just a dumb dragon
0: (laughs) well i don't know that yet (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we'll see you guys in two weeks and thank you for listening
1: bye